In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for bringing us together here tonight before your real presence, before the blessed sacrament here. We believe, Jesus, that what you said is true, that this is really your body, your blood, your heart, your soul, and your divinity, really, truly, substantially present in our midst. Jesus, please increase our faith, help our unbelief, and help each and every one of us here tonight to have a new encounter with you in the Blessed Sacrament, in the power of the Holy Spirit, through your word, through praise and worship, through these songs. Lord, we ask you to touch our hearts. We pray for a tangible experience of your love, of your goodness, of your truth and beauty. Lord, we believe that you want that to happen too. So we just come into agreement with what you want for us and we give you permission to move here tonight. We give you permission to reveal yourself to us in a new way, to come into our hearts, to renew our minds, to heal our bodies here tonight, Lord. You know what these people have come here for. You know, you know their needs. You know their desires. Lord, give us the freedom and the confidence and the trust in you to express those needs and those desires to you, heart to heart. Jesus, I ask that you would sanctify our imaginations here tonight. That, would, that you would use our imagination to speak to us, to show us new things, to give us visions, Lord, of your presence. Help us to use good memories, Lord, to be aware of your love and providence. Help all of us here, Lord, to recall a time or two in particular where you have blessed us, where your presence has been experienced in a strong way, in a powerful way. And help us, Jesus, to then use that as a launching pad for a new encounter here tonight. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come. We need your help. We can't really get to know you and the Father and Jesus, the Son, without your help. So we ask you to come. In the name of Jesus, come. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, creating Spirit. Come, Spirit of Jesus. Come, Spirit of truth. Come, Holy Spirit. Fall afresh on us here tonight. Touch our hearts. 
enlighten our minds, strengthen our will for good, transform us, help us to be aware of your presence. Help us to be aware of the fact that each and every one of us, baptized members of the mystical body of Christ, the church, are temples of the Holy Spirit. That God, that you, God, are with us in spirit and in truth. And that we are now in Christ. And if we are in Christ, we also have a place in heavenly places at the right hand of the Father. Jesus, we ask you to show us those heavenly places tonight in a new way. Jesus, we pray that we can all live a more supernatural lifestyle. It's true that we have a human nature and that we are here in this world, but at the same time, it's also true that each and every one of us here our new men and new women because of what you have done for us. That you have shared your divine nature with us through baptism. So we are now sons and daughters of our Heavenly Father. We are now citizens of heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. We all might be citizens of the United States, but we are also citizens of heaven. Jesus, make us more aware of that truth. That's our true citizenship. That is our everlasting citizenship. We believe that, Lord. Increase our faith. Help our unbelief. Holy Spirit, come. Speak to our hearts tonight. Open the ears of our hearts, the, the eyes of our hearts. Enlighten our imagination. I bind in the name of Jesus any spiritual deafness or spiritual blindness here. I bind it and I command it to go to the foot of the cross to be dealt with by Jesus as he wills. And I ask you, Lord, once again, open the eyes of our hearts. We want to see you. We want to feel you. We want to hear you. And we believe, Good Shepherd, that you call us each by name, that you are the Good Shepherd, we are the sheep of your flock, that you know us personally, intimately, and that you call us by name to follow you, to know you, to be friends with you. Jesus, we want to be your friends. We want to have a close relationship. We want to speak from our hearts and we want to listen with our hearts. Mother Mary, Our Lady of Refuge, we turn to you tonight and entrust this time with Jesus, your Son, to your protection and intercession along with that of St. Joseph. And we crown you, Mary, the queen of our night here as we pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, 
and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'd like to read tonight from the Gospel of John, chapter 15, where Jesus talks about the vine and the branches. So this is the Last Supper, in case you're not so familiar with it. This is Jesus speaking to his best friends at the Last Supper. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Jesus, help us to remain in you, to abide in you. And he said that he remains in us. He invites us to remain in him as he remains in us. To abide, to remain. In order to abide in him, we have to abide with him. Like we're all doing right now. We're all spending time with him here and now. So that as we leave here tonight, as you go to bed and as you wake up tomorrow morning and you start your day tomorrow, you can remain in him with your mind and your heart united to his. So that you can constantly be reminded of who you are, that you are a child of God. A son and daughter in the Son, through the Holy Spirit. You belong to God. Let's declare that truth out loud all together. Just repeat after me. We do this every once in a while. It's kind of fun. In the name of Jesus, I declare the truth that I'm a child of God and I belong to Jesus. Because he has claimed me for the Father, through the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's, that's who you are. That's who you are, a child of God. That's your identity. 
So you don't have to define yourself. God has already defined you with an unconditional love, with an everlasting love. So we spend time with him so that we can remain and abide in him and have his thoughts and his feelings and do the works that he did and even greater ones, as he says, so that we can love with a supernatural love so that we ourselves, as he says, show ourselves to be his disciples, making the kingdom of God present wherever we go. Maybe it's just with a smile. Maybe it is with a word. Maybe we even get to pray over somebody. Wow. (laughs) It's something I know most of you know that I feel called to do more and more, that we just don't say, oh, I'll pray for you. No, let's pray right now. Let's invite God to come down right now and to bless you, to heal you, if that's what you're asking for. Let's keep going. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Whoa. So Jesus is telling you right there, he loves you. Let's declare that truth in the name of Jesus. I declare the truth that God loves me. He delights in me. He cherishes me. Amen. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. God is not holding anything back. God is not withholding anything from you. Jesus wants you to share in his joy. That's what he just said. And what is his joy? It's being, it's just being in the presence of the Father and sharing in that Holy Spirit. That's his joy. So your joy is to be just as you are right now, to be right here with him. You don't have to do anything else. He doesn't require you to do anything else to experience his joy, except to be with him and to let him then love on you, so to speak. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command, if you remain in my love, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. Again, everything. He's not holding anything back. Everything. 
You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. All right, there's a couple of really good declarations in there. Let's do another one. In the name of Jesus, I declare the truth that I'm a friend of God and that he chose me to be his friend and to bear much fruit for the glory of God. Amen. It's all true. Now, it may not always feel true. That's true. (laughs) And that's hard. That's difficult. Sometimes our joy can get sapped out of us because of one thing or another. So we got to just keep going back. Just keep going back. And, And just sharing Sharing our our ups and our downs, our joys, our sorrows, the good days and the bad days. Share everything with him. He's not too busy for you. He's never too busy for you. Whenever you just begin to turn towards him, Whenever you start to make an act of faith, he is locked in. And he's got a big smile on his face. He's like, yes, what can I do for you? (laughs) You might say he clears his calendar immediately. You don't even have to have an appointment. (laughs) You can call him anytime. You don't even have to text. It's never an interruption. You are never an interruption. He's always happy to see you. He's always happy to receive you. He's always happy to be with you, to abide, to remain with you. So what can we do to help us have this encounter that God himself wants to have? Well, we can engage our imagination as I was praying about earlier. And I did this little exercise with someone recently. And they said, Father, I don't have a good imagination. I said, let's renounce that lie right now in the name of Jesus. So let's do that, everyone together. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the lie that I have a bad imagination. All right. Now, it's true. Some people have very vivid imaginations and have an easy time imagining colors and movement. But you all have a functioning imagination. And God can use it for good. He can speak to you through your imagination. So this woman was struggling. And I said, do you watch The Chosen? She said, oh, yeah. I said, what's your favorite scene? Oh, when Jesus hugs Nicodemus. How many of you know that scene? 
Season one. All right, many of you know that, right? It's the John 3.16 scene where Jesus and Nicodemus are speaking at night. And at the end of the conversation, Nicodemus gets down on his knees, but then Jesus lifts him up and they embrace. Beautiful embrace. All you got to do is imagine that. Just try to imagine that. Or maybe that's not your favorite scene. You can imagine whatever your favorite scene might be. You can imagine your favorite painting or, or picture of Jesus. There's lots of them out there to choose from. So start with that. Start with that. And then just let the Holy Spirit animate it. Let the Holy Spirit animate it for you. Bring it to life. Let him literally bring it to life. And then put yourself in the picture. Put yourself in the scene. So I invited her to do that. I said, okay, now get Nicodemus out there and you step in. And I could tell something was happening. She had her eyes closed. I said, what do you feel? She said, I feel his hand on the back of my neck. Thank you, Jesus. And she had her hands opened on her lap and she said, I feel the weight. I feel this weight in my hands. I said, ask Jesus what that is. So she asked him, she said, he told me it's his heart in my hands. I said, whoa, that's awesome. What do you want to do with that heart? She said, I want to hug it. I said, hug it. (laughs) So she brought his heart up to her heart. Do you think she was happy? Of course. Of course she was. So I just led you through a little exercise. You can do that for yourself here tonight. And maybe you already do that very well. Maybe you've never done that before. St. Ignatius of Loyola really encouraged people to do this when they meditated on the gospel. The founder of the Jesuits. So when he would lead people through the spiritual exercises, the famous retreat that he wrote, he would encourage people to imagine themselves in the gospel scene. And then he would say, imagine yourself being different people within the gospel. Imagine yourself next to Peter or John or Mary or the angel or Joseph. So you can just put yourself there. And believe me, you'll get better and better at it. The more you practice, just like anything else, the better you'll get get at it. And the easier it will be. Another tip, as I was alluding to earlier, is to remember a very positive memory. And it doesn't even have to be a God moment per se. But if you ask the Holy Spirit to remind you of a God moment, of an encounter with God that was particularly powerful for you, you can just recall that and recall what it felt like, recall the the place, the people around you, the sentiments, and then just use that as as a launching pad and say, okay, Lord, Holy Spirit, come, help me to have a living, interactive connection with you right now. Right here, right now. That will be new and life-giving for me. 
and he likes to answer that prayer, just so you know. <laughs> he likes to answer that prayer, like, every time. So again, it might take a little, little practice, you know, but just keep asking God for help. You don't have to overthink it. Just receive. Keep asking him to come. Give him permission to come, to speak, to bless, to heal. And he will. He will. So Lord Jesus, as we prepare now to have a new encounter with you, please, once again, we ask, enlighten our minds. Sanctify our imagination. Jesus, help us to lower our defenses. And let's even renounce some spirits here. Let's do this all together. Repeat after me. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of fear. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of anxiety. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of doubt. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of skepticism. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of cynicism. In the name of Jesus, I renounce spiritual blindness. In the name of Jesus, I renounce spiritual deafness. I'll just pray this over everyone now. So now in the name of Jesus and by the power of his holy cross and his precious blood and with the sword of the spirit, I now break the power of all these evil spirits that you just renounced. And I command them all to go now directly and immediately to the blessed sacrament to be dealt with by Jesus as he wills. You will go bound. You will not touch or harm anything or anyone on the way. You will never come back and you will never send anything in your place. You will in fact be crushed by the heel of the Mother of God, Our Lady of Refuge. Amen.